Welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. My name is Sister Andrew. I'm happy to be here with you again today, whenever you're listening to this. And today I kind of just wanted to talk about a few things I might have talked about a little bit before, but to go deeper into them. And also, this is because of a couple questions I've gotten. One being, why do I focus so much on healing? Why is the name of the podcast Jesus Heals? If you've listened to earlier earlier episodes of the podcast, you knew it had a different name. The first few episodes were called Give Light, but now it's called Jesus Heals. And also, someone asked me, why is there an anchor on your podcast logo. So it says Jesus heals and then below it is an anchor like from a ship. And so I just want to to talk about those things because they're they've really been on my heart and they're they're the root of everything I want to share and I hope to share in this podcast. So if I'm not doing that well, you can let me know <laughs> and or if you have ideas for how to improve it, I'm all ears. So first, you know, Jesus heals why why I keep talking about it um, simply I keep talking about it because it's true <laughs> and because it gives us hope and we all know that there is pain and suffering in this world and that eventually we will all die that's true and after the fall in in the Garden of Eden like the trajectory or yeah the trajectory of the human person changed radically because sin entered the world before sin entered the world there wasn't suffering and pain and yeah adam and eve's life lives were very different at those times and that's a whole other topic that you can talk about and there's probably other people that talk about that much better than i could but for there is healing that's possible on this earth And ultimately, we will all be completely and fully healed when we reach heaven. We'll be in communion with the Father, and that's the point of everything. Any healing that happens on this earth should point us toward eternity, toward what we will receive in the fullness in heaven. Because on this side, you know, there's still suffering, there's still pain. But it doesn't mean we have to endure all of it all the time. Some of it can be alleviated by Jesus here and now and there's there's three types of healing that get talked about physical healing like you have a physical deformity i don't know one leg is shorter than the other and and the legs become the same length right like a physical healing emotional or psychological healing or spiritual healing and of our soul and Spiritual healing especially can be, all all of our healing can be helped by the sacraments, but there are sacraments of healing as well. And, And our soul needs to be united with Jesus. You know, if we've sinned in any way, we make, you know, repent for that. And, and then our, our soul can be united with Jesus again here on this earth. And healing is intimately connected to the mission of Jesus while he was on this earth. So, I mean, that's another reason why we talk of healing, because Jesus did it. You know, and we're called 
as Christians to be like Christ, you know, Christian as little Christian. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church in number 1421 says, The Lord Jesus Christ, physician of our souls and bodies, who forgave the sins of the paralytic and restored him to bodily health, has willed that his church continue in the power of the Holy Spirit, his work of healing and salvation, even among her own members. So Jesus has like, given a mandate to the church through the power of the Holy Spirit to continue his ministry. So we know that. We, we preach the good news. We share the message of salvation with, with people. But, and we also minister in ways of healing. But there's a key phrase in that, in that catechism quote that I, I want to go back to, and it's, he has willed that his church continue in the power of the Holy Spirit, his work of healing. So in the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not, it's not my power that heals. It's not, if someone is known, you know, as a, as a great healer, you know, they're a faith healer and, and many amazing things happen, you know, in their ministry when they pray for people, it's not them. It should never be them. It should never be about them. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus acting through that person. It's Jesus healing. It's the Holy Spirit's power coming through that person. So when we when you hear things like when we hear things like all Christians are called to participate in healing ministry, I've heard that said, and some people will dismiss it and say, "Oh, I'm not. You know, I don't have those gifts. Um, you know, I'm not." I don't know how to do that. And there are ways you can learn, you know, things, kind of best practices for healing, what to say and not, not to say to distract people from it. But really, if Jesus wants to use your prayer to heal someone, he will do it. <laughs> so we just have to step out in faith and ask. Ask Jesus, you know, ask Jesus for what we need and what we want and to intercede for people. Like I've talked about before, the power of intercession. And knowing all in, all in, keeping in mind this whole time, like the ultimate goal of healing is everyone's salvation. So like to get to heaven. Because <laughs> healings can come and go on this earth. And I was listening to a talk one time and, and the speaker mentioned, you know, Jesus healed a lot of people in his ministry. We read about it in scripture. It's very powerful. I mean, he brought Lazarus back from the dead, right? Like Lazarus was in the tomb and dead for days. And Jesus came and called him out and raised him to life again. But all of the people that Jesus healed, they died. Like Lazarus, you know, isn't still with us 2,000 years later. He eventually died you know, finally, and, and, and is in heaven, you know, and that's the point of everything, of the whole Christian life, right, <laughs> is, is to get to heaven, and I want to get to heaven and bring as many people as I can with me, like, come on, you know, I want, I want everybody to come. So the ultimate goal of healing is our salvation, and we're all called to be part in Jesus' mission, and Jesus' mission involved healing. 
And another quote I had mentioned before, you know, I think a few episodes ago was from Dr. Bob Schutz when he was asked, you know, who can who can do this? Who can heal? And he just said, anybody can heal because anyone can love. Because Jesus calls us, you know, to love one another. And to love one another is to will what is good for them, to wish they're good, to bring them to heaven with you. And so if, if it, healing can happen here on this earth, to show them the love of the Lord, to show them his goodness, to help them orient themselves to heaven, then, then Jesus wants that. And we want that for them, out of love, out of love for them. So we're all Christians are called to this. And Jesus himself, like, why did he come? He didn't just come to, to give a nice message and to heal some people and that's it. But he came to bring people, to unite people to the heart of the Father. To bring people salvation. So if that can be done through healing, then, then we want to, to share that. And any kind of like prayer ministry, healing ministry, it's to lead whoever you're praying with, whoever I'm praying with, it's a closer union with God. If anything else distracts from that, then, then it's something else. And we're preparing each other to meet Jesus at the end of our life for, for death, but for death, which is eternal life. So I talk about healing and also just I talk about healing because I've experienced it. And when you experience a good thing, you want to share it. You know, when we know the good news of Jesus, when we know his love, when we know his goodness, we share it. And, and we share it in different ways. You don't have to have a big billboard and, you know, proclaim that Jesus loves you to everyone. You know, you have to do it within your certain circumstances and what's appropriate and, you know, and you know what that is. Um, but also we, we don't have to be afraid to share it and, and to share that, you know, I've had sorrows in my life. I have sorrows in my life. And Jesus brings his peace that I know is not from me. And he heals parts of the pain. He heals the pain that I've experienced that I thought I would I would have my whole life. Especially in dealing with things like my parents' divorce. I just thought I'd just have to, you know, you kind of have to just deal with it for your life because that's the way it is. Like, sorry for you. <laughs> but no, some things you can receive healing in deep ways that isn't of my own doing. <laughs> it's not me doing it. It's It's... The Holy Spirit's power through prayer and and by opening myself up to Jesus in that way, by showing him my wound and having him as the divine physician attend to it. So I speak about healing because, because it's true and Jesus wants to heal you. And sometimes we get caught up in specific ways we think Jesus is going to heal us. And then when that doesn't happen, we don't know what to do. We think, oh, Jesus didn't heal me. I'm not good enough. But that's not it. That's not it at all. He might have done something in a different way or that it's not the time yet for that healing or ultimately that healing will be, re will be realized but not until heaven. And it's hard. It, it's hard, but we're not God. We're not in charge of that. But we trust and we ask and we put faith in him. And so... The second question I had talked about at the beginning is 
you know, what's up with the anchor symbol, right? On, on the podcast logo, someone asked, well, is that a symbol of healing? And I mean, I, I think of it that it is, but it's, it's an ancient Christian symbol. And I, I looked up stuff to know what to tell y'all, <laughs> but it's an ancient Christian symbol. So we're often familiar with the ancient Christians using a fish symbol to symbolize Christianity. And we often see it now on the back of cars. You'll see this silver like line of a fish symbol to show that you're a Christian. But that was an ancient symbol because they couldn't use overt Christian symbols like a cross or the name of Jesus or something that they would have been found out and, and it could have been dangerous for them. It was already dangerous for them to be Christian. But the anchor also became a symbol for Christianity and a very strong symbol for Christianity. And it was used in ancient times just as a, a symbol for a ship. You know, the anchor would, would provide safety to the ship and give hope that the, the boat will be there when you come back to it, right? But in the book of Hebrews, the author of Hebrews talks about an anchor connected to hope. He says in chapter 6 of Hebrews, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So this hope, this hope is the hope in Jesus. We have hope in Jesus Christ. <coughs> and that hope is an anchor for our soul. When things get crazy, like if you think of a ship at sea, if the anchor is down and the ship is anchored, even if a storm comes, the ship will stay where it is. It has a firm anchor. It has something that it's holding onto. If it doesn't have an anchor, if the ship doesn't have an anchor and a, a storm comes or any kind of disturbance comes, the ship can be like wildly thrown about and destroyed even, you know, um, ships at sea. I'm not a sailor, but I mean, I've, I've heard stories. My dad was in the Navy and would tell stories, you know, but when you're anchored onto something, you're connected to it. So other things could happen, but it's not going to take away that connection. Also, because in the early church, the Christians were persecuted, they had to hide their faith. And so, like I said, like the fish symbol became widely used and so did the anchor symbol. Just as a way to express the faith, a way to express hope, hope for the anchor of our souls. And one author that speaks about hope a lot was a, a cardinal, a Vietnamese cardinal. I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong, but y'all can correct me. But his, his name was Francis Xavier Nguyen Van Duan. And he was a, a bishop in Vietnam, and the communists put him in, in prison. And for many, many years of that prison, I think for at least 10 years, he was in solitary confinement. And so... In those times, you can really lose your hope. You can lose your anchor. You're in solitary confinement. He's not with any Christian faithful. But during this time, he wrote, he wrote a lot. And you can find his books. I can link to some of them in the show notes. But he wrote about hope. 
<laughs> about Christian hope and about faithfulness and, and staying close to the Lord. And I mean, here's a man who everything has been taken from him. He's not able to minister. He's not able, at times he wasn't able to say mass. He didn't have wine or bread. Eventually he got someone to give him some wine because he said he had a, a bad stomach and so they thought it was medicine for him. And then he would save a little piece of bread and he would say mass, you know, with a tiny drop of wine and a tiny piece of bread. And his books are, are named things like Testimony of Hope, Road to Hope, you know, and it, it's amazing to think, how, how could you have hope in a time like this? But, but his hope, his anchor, so to speak, was, was in the Lord, was in Jesus. And he did what he could for the kingdom, even within solitary confinement. And he found hope in that because he stayed connected, he stayed rooted in Jesus Christ. So the symbol of the anchor for me is connected to healing. Because we put our hope in Jesus, and healing happens. And again, maybe not in the way we expected, maybe even more abundantly than we expected. Like something we never thought could be healed, gets healed, and praise be Jesus Christ. But ultimately, we put our anchor, we put our hope in the Lord, knowing that He will heal us. He will. It might be now, it might be later, it might be in heaven. But He will heal us. And I say that with complete and total certainty and hope in him and placing my anchor, so to speak, like firmly, almost like firmly in the heart of Jesus, like to be anchored in his heart so that everything comes back to him in that. And that's what any kind of praying for healing, praying with people for healing, it comes to. I want, I personally want to lead them back to the heart of the Father. And that's it. And that's everything. So if we can put our anchor in his heart, in the Lord's heart, so that we always return there, in the storms of life, in doubts, in everything. And so our hope is in him. You know, the Psalms will say things like, my hope is in the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. So that's that's what the anchor is. And so when you see an anchor, I hope that you think, I hope that you think, may you think of hope. And, and renew, renew your hope in the Lord. Hope in his mercy and his forgiveness and his healing. And know that he will heal you. And he heals me. And he heals me every day. <laughs> every day when I go to him and repent from some sin, he brings healing to me. So I hope that was helpful and gave a little explanation. If anybody has more questions Feel free to ask, you know, comments, whatever, and let me know. I want to end with a prayer from, from this cardinal, um, Cardinal Van Thuan, from a book called Five Loaves and Two Fish. But it's, it's a short little prayer, just kind of announcing our hope in the Lord and that everything is for his glory. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I firmly believe without hesitation that you work and act in me. I am the object of your affection and tenderness. I ask you to realize in me all that can bring you greater glory. 
Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as always, trust that Jesus heals. And may we each pray for each other to put our hope in him always. And when we see an anchor symbol, may we be reminded to put our anchor in the heart of Jesus and to help others anchor themselves there as well. Know that I am praying for you, and please pray for me as well. God bless you.